Today FM. It's that time of the week again, so sit back, relax, and enjoy the Dermot and Dave Show Best of Podcast. Aye, aye. But not if you're driving. Definitely don't sit back. In fact, sit up now. John. Yes, Dave. You brought us to a strange and dark room. Yeah. There's only one window, and it looks like people have been hurt in here. <laughs> yeah, yes, we are in the Go Loud podcast studio. Go Loud! <laughs> it's really weird. So we're doing, is, we're doing a podcast, because we are doing a podcast, so it does make sense that we're in a podcast studio. It does, yeah. Yeah, it's our bright studio. Can't see each other. It's dark. Sean's lit with a window behind him, so you can't see his facial expression. So he could be really happy with the conversation or sad. And Emer, you and I seem to be behind bars. Yes, which is where I'd like to be away from you, Dad. I can lie. Um, do you want to tell people why you're in the podcast studio and not our own? Studio? Oh, it's very interesting, guys. <laughs> we should have done content on it on the show. Um, there is a new mixing desk. Yes, radio stations have mixing desks that allow us to put faders up and down, so you can hear microphones and different bits you play. They're putting a new one in. One of the studios we have, because for some reason as a radio station, we seem to have two studios. It doesn't really make any sense, but I'm not complaining. And therefore, all of the other shows that usually come from the other studio are now in our studio. So we have no time in our studio to do any recording. So we have to find a new spot. And Sean found Go Loud Podcast Studio. Now, I never asked. All right, so someone could come in. Someone could come in and kick, kick us out. But if they come in, we'll use it as content. Exactly. Like Darren and Joe... Or Ellie and Charlene. What are the, who else is on Go Loud? Adrian and Jeremy. Mario. Jared. Mario. Jarlath and, and Tina. I'm just really excited because anytime there's a new window of which I can look out of, because you get a different view of where our offices are, and they don't always make sense. And just the one that you can see. I haven't looked out that one yet, but there is a bit of room further down on this floor that was a meeting room for a while. I don't know what it is now. Um, oh no, it's the, the the camera studio now. Oh, it is. That was a meeting room that used to look out onto people's balconies. It was great. Mm. Uh, our news booth. Well, no, it's the news. To- it's the news booth on the third floor. The window and that looks into someone's bathroom, and you can see when they shower. Oh, amazing! And today in our pre-show meeting, which you had to have. In our at our desks and not in the studio where we usually have it because Ian was in our studio uh, for the same reasons as mentioned at the start. Sean was looking at a couple, a very good looking couple, going about their morning routine in a hotel. Yeah, they were up very early for people who That's are staying. Something we didn't talk about enough. They were up very early. Well, on, they might have had a flight. Oh, maybe. Or they really want to get in on the brekkie. Although eight o'clock is too late to be going down to the hotel breakfast. That's not. Like no, they were you go, up and you go at seven or you go at ten. You can't go at eight and nine fool's time. It's the busiest point. See, I am the busy because I've got the kids. So that's when I, I just go whenever we're ready. So it's usually yeah. between kind of eight and ten. And you just kind of wander down and they go, it's a really busy time. You're like, I've got six people, four of them are children. It doesn't matter to me. Everything's busy. Enough. I love when you check into a hotel and you get into the lift and they have that like red, amber, <laughs> green. green. And it's like, don't go at that time unless you want to have like the leftover dry pudding. <laughs> I also just don't like where uh, the fact that hotel breakfasts finish at ten o'clock. Yes, like when you go on a ho- like when you go to a hotel, like you're either going for a wedding or a trip or a night away or something like that, and so many people will go to stay out or do something. And you don't like sometimes, like even even if you're not even like going out to drink or whatever. Sometimes you just want to sleep into like nine o'clock. What's the whole point of staying in a hotel, you get to sleep in a really comfy bed, and then you have to stay in bed, like and then what, you have to get up early and well, go. What do you feel then about ordering the breakfast to the room on that little piece of paper where you mark in what you want? 
Don't like that. Because no, I like the selection. I like the buffet. I just hate food in bedrooms. Me too, but also, yeah. Then you, why do you do that? Then you get to leave it outside and let people walk past your stink. Uh, yeah, I hate that. Shame. That you're seeing other people. No, but like they over. don't bring you like the mini pastries. No. You know, the bits that you're like wandering around, you're like, yeah, oh, going, oh, oh, I will have one of them. Or the today. fruit. I'm a big fan of going over and like, oh, what fruit you have? Although, as you know, I'm a creature of habit. You are. And I do like my porridge uh, cooked my way, eaten in my quantities with my delicacies thrown on top every day. And when we go to a hotel as a show, I get up in there and I kind of look and I go, oh, what am I going to have here now? Because the porridge is never right. Mm. No. Porridge is It's cooked. hard to get right anyway. You know, no, sorry, I don't mean it's not nice. No. It's probably it's gorgeous. It's not you're right. But it's not the way I want it. And then I'm kind of going, right, well, then do I go Big Fright? No, can't do Big Fright before a show. Because we're usually, when we're staying in a hotel, we're doing a radio show that morning. We've got a mm. meeting at around half seven. That's the breakfast time. So then I'm like, I'll just have a couple of Weedabix and then I'll have brown bread marmalade and tea and then that's fine for that moment and it's enough food for me to get through to start the day mm. and at 11 o'clock I'm famished because I haven't had my standard porridge allocation rations I think it's a good way to conclude the podcast yes <laughs> wow. someone's coming in the door I think so yes perfect timing okay we got to get out of the Go Loud podcast studio and tell you that this is the best Dermot and Dave podcast on the show you will hear the best all the stuff we did during the week all the mess and none of the music enjoy it thanks bye this it's Today FM. John O'Mahony's in Limerick. How are you, John? Hey, Dave. I'm good. How are no, you? I'm good. Yeah, have you ever been to a hard rock? I've been to one in California, in Vegas. Amazing. Yeah, um, my day one. The one in Dublin is so class. Nothing where you can order a guitar to your room. Even if you don't play guitar, just <laughs> order the guitar to your room to show off to your mates that you got an offender guitar and an amp and headphones in your room. It's so brilliant. Uh, John, we're at, we're playing our first note, last note, uh, but we're doing yeah. a bit differently this week. We're doing the solos of iconic songs. We're asking you to figure out the songs based on the first note of one solo and the last note of the other. Have a listen. Now, not necessarily a very easy one to start the week, Sean. Let's see Let's see how you go. What do you think the first one is? So, it's Brian Adams, Everything I Do, I Do It For You. Bloody well is. And what about the last one? Uh, Rage Against the Machine, Killing in the Name of. That is spot on. Well done. That means you've just won yourself a two-night stay in a superior king room a la carte breakfast each morning and dinner in Zampas Restaurant in Hard Rock Hotel Dublin. That is all yours. Have an amazing time, John. Thanks very much, Dave. All right, good one. See you later. Bye. Dermot and Dave. Playing the music you know. Sean Reedy. Producer Sean, hi. Hello. Sean. We just did a competition there that you uh, you organised. Yes, we you, did. You gave us first note, last note. Yeah. One and of the things I'm the best at, I think, is making first note last note. Couldn't, couldn't agree more. Except, can you please tell me what song this is? Obviously, that is Brian Adams' Everything I Do, I Do It For You. <laughs> no, Sean. That's Guns N' Roses' November Rain, Sean. That's Slash. Damn it. Sean, I'm so sorry. I mean, I'm a rocker. All you have to do is say to me, Dave, can you get two guitar solos? I would have given them to you. I would have given you the names. What did you do? Like, uh, I record- mislabeled something. I mislabeled something. <laughs> and... Uh, <laughs> Look, I'm I'm not a rocker. I've never claimed to be a rocker, but clearly today I've mixed up two songs. Guns N' Roses and Brian Adams are not the same thing, Sean. We I have know. to from 
you know, from now on, we'll have to run these through me. Okay, and everyone who texted the right answer today, we will put them in the draw for tomorrow's prize. Sound. So uh, we, you're automatically entered into tomorrow's draw. Okay, well, tomorrow... I don't know what I'm going to put in tomorrow. <laughs> tomorrow, I'll help Sean make first, not last note. Oh, Iconic gosh. rock guitar song is coming your way. All to win a lovely prize in the hard rock. What I was going to show everybody, by the way, Sean, was that there's a guy who has recorded I Want It That Way as if... Alice in Chains had written it and not the Backstreet Boys, right? Yeah. Nice guitar solo. It's absolutely amazing yeah. if you're into Alice in Chains and Backstreet Boys, which is, I realise, is a small Venn diagram of pretty much me. Um, I want it that way by NSYNC, obviously. <laughs> of course, <laughs> We just got a voice note in from Mags. Uh, she misheard, which a lot of you did, the chat we had with Damien Coyle there, who is the co-president of the Irish Foot Golf Association. Listen to Mags. Oh my God, lads. I came into the middle of that conversation about foot golf. But when I came in the door from my walk, the, tel- the radio was on and I thought I heard that it was the Four Nations competition and I just couldn't believe how blasé you were about this whole f**k composition so I had to really listen for a while until I heard foot golf was I relieved or what I thought it was a whole new competition and guess what if I was the f**k competition I should have entered good luck now (laughs) good luck to you Mags that's why my mother always told me that diction is very important be eloquent David thank you mammy this is today FM. I'm doing a lot of driving. Now, I drove uh, on... Uh, this is fire the tour manager stuff. Yeah. But I drove on Paddy's Day from Killarney to Sligo through... Jesus! 4,000 parades. <laughs> were, you, were you accidentally part of any parades? <laughs> yeah, that yeah. would be amazing. I noticed a few guards walking beside the car. A few members of the FCA. <laughs> so you drove from Killarney to Sligo. Yeah. How many hours but did that take? That's not my worst. It took, oh, that's... well, between four and five. I lost count. And that's not the bad journey? That's not the bad journey. So I... I was asked, look, do you want to stay in Galway on Friday night? And I was like, no, I want, or sorry, Sunday night. Right. After the show with the guy with the, the sleepy legs. guy. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I said, no, I want to go back to Clare. I want to go back to La Hinch after the show because I want to go for a, a beach run and throw myself in the sea and do all that stuff the next morning. Very good. So I was, I left the theatre and then, actually, do you know what? We're going to need some sound effects for this. Okay, I've got uh, my sound effects folder here. What kind uh, of thing do you well, need? Anyone who was up and about on Sunday knows how bad the weather was all across oh, the weather country. sound effects. It was right? horrendous. So have you got like thunder? Oh, or... I'll give you thunder. Hang on, yeah. Okay, amazing. Uh, was, was it raining? Uh, it was absolutely lamping rain. Okay. Well, it was Galway. <laughs> Fair. Yeah. Uh, what about uh, Very windy, windy very yeah. windy. Obviously, because I couldn't see anything, I was driving at about four miles an hour, so I need an engine sound. Okay, in a car, yeah, this the sound r- realistic. There you go, yeah, yeah. Okay, so, sounds like my car. Right? <laughs> yeah. So you want all of these, want all these mixed together? Yes. Just give us a sec. Um, okay, <laughs> uh, let's try this. Then. Okay, so, right, this is me leaving the... The theatre in oh, Galway, right. okay? Rain. I can hear the rain, the thunder, yeah. Yeah. 
and then I wanted to drive the motorway, you know, to Ennis, and then cut across to Lahinch because that's actually a decent road. That's a smart way of going but about it. But I was daydreaming, and I forgot, and I started to follow signs for Ennis Diamond instead <laughs> of Ennis. Sean's laughing. Meant, what does that mean? Because that means that you go on to the coast road, the scenic route, the Wild Atlantic Way, oh. which is fantastic if it's like, you know, a Saturday afternoon in the middle of the summer and you're a tourist, <laughs> uh, but not at midnight when you're driving. And that's, we need some music now to, to kind of to, set the to tone it. Okay, of what, what I was feeling. Oh, I know. So you want kind of coastal... It's like suspense. Suspense. I've got you. Listen to this. <laughs> so... You can picture my little car veering off the decent roads and heading onto. Is it the N? The N18? Yes. Yeah, the N18. <laughs> N18 session. And I'm like, oh no, this is the wrong road. I don't want to be on this road. It's okay. How bad can it be? Worse than I had ever imagined. Really? <laughs> because anyone who's driven that road knows it's full of bends, okay? but also full of dips. And every dip was flooded. Oh, no. But because the visibility was so terrible, I couldn't see the water until I was in it. <laughs> so I, And you know the way when you hit a big flood, you suddenly slow down. Yeah, and you get that noise. Yeah, and you're like... Ah! And then, just like in those movies, like Cape Fear, where all you can see is what's being lit up by the headlights right in front of you. Yeah. So I just, you're just driving along going, it's okay. It's okay, I'm going to make it. Uh, 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 stone wall! Uh, uh, a donkey's face! Uh. So I'm driving along just, and I nearly hit a wall about five, 50 times. Jesus. And then I'm just getting it together, and I think, oh no. I thought the road was bad up until now. But I forgot about Corkscrew Hill. Oh no! Now, and anyone who has... Driven in the west of Clare will know Corkscrew Hill. It's near the Alwee Caves and Ballyvaughan and that kind of area. Okay. Um, and literally, it is a corkscrew. Like you, And you can only use first gear. <laughs> so I hit this hill and there's water just pouring down the hill towards oh, me. Jesus. So I'm going... <laughs> hoping my car makes it up. And then, suddenly I notice something in my rearview mirror. There's a car speeding towards me oh, and it's got those headlights from a horror movie like of an old car like like a big old 1980s Mercedes lighter I couldn't see what kind of car it was so, so this thing is drives right up behind me and starts flashing and honking I thought oh my god I'm going to be if my car doesn't flip over onto its roof I'm just going to be murdered by this person behind me and he drove right up my backside all the way to Listoon Varna. Oh my God. Until eventually I turned off one way and then he flashed me and kept driving the other way. <laughs> so I arrived into La Hinch about an hour and 45 minutes longer than I had anticipated. <laughs> Got out of the car and I was trying to put a, a good, you know, a good spin on things. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, your meditation tells yeah, you that. Find so the joy. I, I got out of the car and I was like, uh, uh, oh, the f fresh air is so so fresh. I'm so glad like, I came here. <laughs> and I had to go in and just lie down on the couch. The heart rate of about 190. <laughs> well, we're glad you got there safely. I made it. But who was that mystery car driving up my arse on Corkscrew Hill? <laughs> who are you? Dermot and Dave. Playing the music you know. 
just listening to your story about Corkscrew Hill brings back awful memories. <laughs> uh, many years ago, 11 or 12 years ago, before I had my full licence, I was driving from Galway to Quilty in Clare down to my brother-in-law's house and um, I was advised to go by Ennis but I decided no I'm going to use Google Maps and I ended up on Corkscrew Hill I nearly (laughs) died all I could think of going up it was if I have to stop there's no way I'm going to be able to do a hill start about halfway up this Audi appears behind me driving really close behind me the sweat ran down my back. I actually, I still feel sick thinking about that drive. <laughs> I've never driven that road since and I don't think I ever will. <laughs> I know how you felt. There you go. Uh, I, absolutely. And you know what? You mentioned Google Maps there. Do you remember Slugworth in Willy Wonka? Yeah. Do you remember the guy who tried to lure Charlie Bucket away <laughs> and he was down that little alleyway? Yeah. And he was saying, hey, just give us your golden ticket and everything. We'll give you this. Yeah. Like that's Google Maps because <laughs> you'll, you'll be down alleyways. yeah you'll be trying to stay there on the main road going no and he'll go come on come down this by road <laughs> with grass down the middle it's probably a farmer's entrance into a farmer's field but just come it'll shave thirty seconds off your journey come on Stephen's you'll feel really good Stephen's currently driving in Tipperary how are you Stephen how's it going lads good on? yeah we're not bad what's your journey from hell not the one through Tip I presume it's something else is it. <laughs> It's a close second. Go on, go on. Uh, a few years ago, I was in Australia. So I was going from Brisbane to the outback to do mm. my farm work, you know. And I left Brisbane about 5 a.m. just to get a good run at just when the sun was out. Um, and anyway, I was going through these towns in the middle of the outback. I'm talking like they're 100, 100 kilometers or more apart from Oh, each wow. Other. So the farmer said to me when I was kind of organizing to go out, he said, when you get to this town, I think you I can't remember the name of it, but anyway, he said, when you get to that town, he said, stay the night there, he said, because um, the sun will be going down around by the time you get there. And he said, look, there'll be kangaroos everywhere. And I said, right, okay. So I got to that town anyway, and it was still early, like it was still only about maybe three o'clock or so. And I said, you know what, I'll go to the next town and stay the night there, get out there early the next morning. So anyway went to the next town and by this stage now you could see it was getting duskish. Yeah. So there's about five B&Bs in the place that I go to one of them. Every one of them was full anyway, oh, right? No. I'm talking like the B&B keepers and the motel keepers were saying it's the busiest week they've had in Yonks. <laughs> and they said, would you go to the next town? It's about 100 kilometres away. They said, but look, you're going to have to be careful. There's kangaroos going to be out now when it gets dark in the next couple of minutes. <laughs> Well, I'm not joking with you, lads. It took me nearly four hours to get to this spot. <laughs> to do 100 kilometres? Yep. Going the whole way between second and third gear, avoiding kangaroos. They were <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> I am talking everywhere. They sound, the, the way the lads are talking about it, they sound like, you know, gangs of urchins. They're like, be careful, the kangaroos are out. <laughs> They'd rob your car. I'm telling you, they were going about it. They were going about it. It was, i never seen anything like it. I always thought it was a bit of a myth. It is not a myth. I'm telling you, they're dangerous and they're stupid as hell, so they are. <laughs> well, did you make it and get a bed for the night? Well, I got to the next town anyway, but that B&B was second shut for it, right? <laughs> so I had to park up and go to sleep in the back of the car, which I could have done four hours earlier. <laughs> Without the kangaroos. Come here, yeah, Stephen. Thanks for sharing that this morning. We're glad no the journey worries. through tip has got no kangaroos in it. Fair play to you. This 
is Today FM. I'm the same with restaurants as I am with meetings. Oh, you don't pay. You don't. <laughs> you arrive late and leave early. <laughs> what do you mean you're the same? Big talk. It's a big talk. <laughs> no, when I finish my meal in a restaurant, I want to get up and go. Oh, you're done. I'm, do- I, I'm not a restaurant. <laughs> Let's have another bottle of vino. I just like, food's done. I'm gone. I'm out of here. This chair's uncomfortable. I need to go. Ooh. But meetings, I'm the same. Meetings is like, have we talked about the thing? Great. Let's end this now. Let's not talk about it. <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Sean. Uh, Thank you, Sean. No, you are you not. <laughs> And we'd say, okay, Paul O'Connell is on today at half nine. We want to talk about X, Y, and Z. He goes, guys, I need to show you this video. <laughs> <laughs> I, think he, I think he means when he's eventually exhausted all of the content he wants to show us. And then we've got to talk about something annoying. He's like, no, I'm out of here. I go to the bathroom. Yeah, actually, when we get to the work bit, then I want to go out of the room. <laughs> we should go to Magda, who's waiting patiently also in Mayo. Hiya, Magda. Hi, lads. How are you? I'm not bad at all, Ross. Like I'm Dermot here. You went to see Dermot, though, in Sligo, did you? I did, yes. And did you find it an enjoyable experience? It was very enjoyable. I missed out on the Galway tickets because Galway is obviously much closer and yeah. Mayo. So I went down to Sligo and then on Sunday evening I got an email from Town Hall in Galway saying that there were tickets. <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> but sure, look. Sligo was way better than Galway. There you go. He saw the good one. Uh, uh, thanks like so much, Magda. I to Dermot, I was freaked out by the two seats on stage. Oh, there were two oh, seats. Oh, yeah. Stage. You see, it's yeah. the thing, right? In my show, just I put two. There's two seats and a little table and a lamp or whatever. And on the oh, first night, we tried it with one. I thought it actually looks kind of bare or lonely, so we just <laughs> leave the two seats there. So but oh, there's no special. But the worst, the worst thing is now I I make a joke like you know. I try and do anyway the joke look this chair we just thought two looked dressy there's right. no one coming out you know but if you don't do the techniques properly you'll come up and you're doing beside the teacher <laughs> but a lot of the time I forget so the whole audience I realise because afterwards they tell me are waiting for who's going to be coming out and they all think it's you <laughs> that Dave is going to come out and meditate with us all but it never well, happens not all of them I'll tell you uh, when you talk about meditation you want people to relax you know what two chairs and my neighbour was sitting right next to me and all the way until you actually said that the chair was for nobody she was grabbing my hand and she kept saying I'm not going up there everybody's so relaxed with her adrenaline is flying around going, I'm not getting it's on stage it's just so funny yeah literally we thought sure the two chairs look dressy <laughs> Leaving there, so and everyone freaking out that they're going to be hauled up onto stage and made to breathe in front of everyone. Magda, what do you think MMM stands for for 550 euro? Well, I'll give it a shot. And as we're talking about meditation, monks must meditate. Monks must meditate. Germans often said he'd like to be a monk. Or at least live the monkish life away from everybody, out of meetings. He doesn't have to deal with <laughs> just sitting on his own with no electricity. Sometimes I like to be a monk. Yeah. And then other times I like to be the opposite of a monk. <laughs> yeah. It wouldn't work 100% of the time, no. 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 Magda. You're wrong. Ah, uh, well. Sorry about sorry that. Little. But thank you for thank coming you for to that. the show, Magda. Lovely to have you and have a great day. Bye. Thanks for having me. Thank you. See you Bye. later. Bye. 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 Playing the music you know. How are you, Linda? Good. How are you? Not bad at all. You have to suffer someone else in your life like I have to suffer, Dermot. Yes, it's desperate. It's really bad. Go on, tell us. Who is it, first of all? It's my husband, Roy. And what, and what does he do? 
the minute he has finished eating, he is up straight away, ready to go. Whether we're in a restaurant or at home, he'll nearly be packing the dishwasher before we're finished. <laughs> I am totally the same. But if you think about it, when we were kids, that's what we did. And you probably see it with your own children if you have them. That you fit, they're finished and it's like they're gone. I just remember the. Still like to digest my dinner. And do you remember the torture of when, say, you were a teenager and there was like a fa- big dinner or whatever, and all you're thinking is just, please let me go. And then you have to go, can, can I be excused? Can I leave the table? Can I go meet my friends? I never lost it. And I needed yeah, your have husband. You not matured. And like, how have you guys not realized that there's a pleasure to be had in eating a fine meal and then sitting around and talking and catching up and drinking a glass or having a cup of tea? Your backside is sore. I'm uncomfortable under the chairs that you're, what are you sitting on? Some kind of torture device. Do you not use traffic cones for chairs in your house? And Linda, would he, so he do it at home as well? Oh yeah, definitely. Like I'd be sitting there, I'd go like, I clean up after and it's like, gosh, I'm doing nothing anyway. It's like, me talking to clear the dishwasher. I did see a video the other day of a couple who sat down and it was, it was like from her point of view and she went, what eating dinner with my husband is like? And the two of them sat down at the t- kind of at the table beside each other and she like went to cut her first potato and he was like, I finished! And he was gone. <laughs> and she was left there on her own the, the entire meal. It sounds like you, Linda, you poor thing. Yeah, that can happen, all right. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Are, are you then, Linda, the other side of the coin though, where, you know, if we were all in a restaurant now together, you'd be like, oh, hold on, we'll get another bottle and then we'll get the bill. And then, and like four hours later, you're still sitting at the table. <laughs> yeah, but that's when you have the most crack. You're right. I'm with yeah. you, Linda. I'm with you. I love <laughs> it. He's he's not convinced. No. <laughs> What's the hobby's name? Rory. Rory. Poor Rory. Rory. Well, tell Rory. I I know where he's coming from. We've Lin- got things to do, Linda. But you and I'll go out for a long, leisurely lunch, and we let Rory and Dermot eat their food. Then they can scoff and go to the playground. Oh, actually, there's only one good thing. Actually, oh yeah. That whenever I'm finished, the kitchen's clean. Exactly, well, I was going to say, go. at least he's cleaning up the kitchen. Here's a, a, a little question I, I wonder. Does he tend to walk fast? No. <laughs> no? I you, walk faster. Okay, not, you're, was, you're, you're trying to correlate the I two I was things. trying to see, yeah, because Dave walks slower than anyone I've ever met in my life. It's infuriating <laughs> to walk beside. Yes, because Dermot is a, literally an Olympic walker. He and, he's just Rob Heffernan. He's just literally getting from A to B at like 8,000 miles. His hips are on fire. I don't you, know. It's like taking a toddler for a walk. Yeah, there's lots to look at. And we've got, I've got, got granny. I've got to kick lampposts as I go past. You can't walk past a lamppost and not kick it. <laughs> anyway, that's Linda. That's why he needs to meditate because he's too fast in He's too fast, yeah. I'm, I'm chill out the whole time. Yeah. You know? well, there you go. Yeah, that's it. I'm just, I, I'm just, just, there's too many exciting things to do to be sitting at the table <laughs> for walking, four hours. You're walking past them all. Linda, thanks for sharing your story about Rory and talk soon. Okay, thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. This is Today FM. Talking about one thing this morning. And that one thing is the ice cream sundae that was removed from the McDonald's Ireland menu and the McDonald's UK are We're always lumped in with the UK and Ireland, aren't we? It's always like we're just one family and we're like, yeah, that's it. That's what you are. Yeah, well, you're just all the same. Like, we're not all the same. We're Irish. We're Irish. We're part of the EU. The rest of our EU brethren are chowing down on ice cream Sundays in McDonald's. We're not allowed to have them. So Andrea Horn was on there. She's the boss of Tropical Popical. And she was telling us that she started a campaign, a genuine campaign, with, like, a petition and everything. In fact, if you go to at Today FM on Instagram, go to our Instagram stories, You've got the link to the petition there and you can go and sign it. And it's doing really well. I mean, let me just see if I can get the numbers here. 
you want to spend money on the petition, no, you're grand. I just want to sign my name. Uh, there's, yeah, there, there's people doing them. I can see them now. They're flying in. Top work, everybody. Keep, keep the petitions getting signed. We want big numbers on this petition. So go to at today FM, uh, and that is where you need to go on Instagram, and you can see these the stories, and then click in the link, sign the petition, and let's talk to Michelle. Hi, Michelle. Hi. You used to crave these Sundays, did you? Yeah, so I, I specifically remember back in 2018, I was uh, I was pregnant with my, my little girl and all I wanted was a chocolate fudge Sunday for McDonald's. Yes. I basically, I made my husband drive to plenty of different uh, McDonald's to try and find it. I thought that was only maybe missing from one place, but no, it was everywhere and I was scared. Oh, disaster. <laughs> yeah. and have you any experience of getting stuff brought back? Um, well, I managed to, in my next pregnancy, I, for some reason, craved uh, feast ice cream. You know, the hasty oh, chocolate feast ice cream. My absolute favourite of all time. My favourite as well. And I hadn't had them in ages, and all of a sudden, that's all I wanted. Again, I, I made everybody, not just my husband, I made my family and friends, and everybody drive to every shop that they knew to try and find <laughs> one. Um, and then I thought maybe they'd be in some really, like, old kind of shop, yeah. you know, that uh, I tried everywhere. And then... I was in my local um, uh, petrol station and I just mentioned it to the lady behind the counter. Did they have any feast? And she said, oh, I haven't seen them in ages. I think they've taken them off the shelf or off the market. Yeah. I was devastated again. But sure enough, fair place where she got in touch with the HB um, delivery guy or the guy that she orders from and managed to source a box of feast ice cream. Hey! For me. <laughs> uh, there was 42 in the box and lasted me right up until I had my baby boy. Ah, that's amazing. <laughs> and I presume you called the first one hot chocolate and the second one feast, did you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I should have, yeah. No, but an absolute legend of, of a lady. I think her name was Emma down in my local... Um, Station, Amazing. So. Yeah, well, you, actually, as we were getting to the as we were getting to the end of the pregnancy, people were coming into my house asking me for them because they knew I had them. Yes. The How dare they? They were for <laughs> yeah. you. Yeah, uh, well, good news is, of course, they're back now. Um, yes, and I, I only had one at the weekend. They're delicious. The old <laughs> feasts. Amazing. Amazing. Well, come here. At least look. At least maybe we can use the power of you and Emma in your local petrol station to sign the change.org <laughs> petition, and let's see if McDonald's will listen to us. So, thank Absolutely. you very much for talking to us, Michelle. Well no done. Worries. See ya. Bye. 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 We were talking to Gillian Bird, their head of education and media, the DSPCA, all about Queen Maeve, the giant Flemish rabbit, weighs around seven kilos. Big, big rabbit. And uh, we're looking to see if we can track down uh, Queen Maeve's owners. But Sally's in New Ross. Now, Sally, you're not the owner of this uh, Flemish rabbit, but you've had a Flemish rabbit before. I have, yes, yes. What was the Flemish rabbit's name? Um, her name was Beatrix, and she was one of the most epic creatures I've ever had in my life. Aww. Sorry, I'm shaking. I can't be. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be worried. You're chatting to me here. It's all good fun all together, Sally. Come here. So, when did you own Beatrix? Um, uh, we actually um, we had a, um, a, a French lopped, a giant French lopped before her. Right. Um, and his name was um, oh, Asterisks. Oh, 
Oh, no. Obelix. <laughs> now, what was the Taoiseach at the time? Go on. <laughs> well, I don't know what time it was. Yeah, what Bertie. year? It was Bertie. Bertie. <laughs> Bertie the bunny. And he was absolutely epic. And he was our first house rabbit. But um, he had an issue with... Um, when, he, he loved us all. But especially when my husband tried to sit too close to us, he would, he would get stroppy and um, <laughs> try and push my husband out of the way. But Beatrix was a lot bigger than he was. And, uh, yeah, she was a house rabbit. And we had just done a whole pile of house sorting out. And she went round and showed us exactly how to houseproof a rabbit. Uh, how to house... Yeah, a house house against a rabbit because she was destroying everything, was she? Uh, Well, they do like wiring and they do like new wood. So you do have to make sure those sort of things. Like chewing on it for their teeth, is it? They do, they do. And when you, we used to have our shoes in front of the fireplace and um, she would come over and she would pick up the shoes and she would chuck them (laughs) to get space in front of the, (laughs) in front of the fire. How big did Beatrix get? Um, it's um, 17.4 pounds, I think that must be. Oh my God, yeah, so that's like, yeah. that's well over the seven kilos, that's even bigger than Queen Maeve, so nearly eight kilos. <laughs> she was huge, um, but I do have dyslexia, so my my numbers could be a bit out. Ah, yeah. What, but my three-year-old, she, he was three and a half before he actually outweighed the rabbit. Oh my God, that's amazing. So, Sally, yeah, great story about Beatrix. Well, hopefully we'll be able to reunite Queen Maeve with her owner. But oh, thanks so much for sharing um, that today. I saw the photos this morning. She's it's absolutely stunning. Gorgeous. And it's, their love is so intense that they just, they're as, and do you know they're as, actually as intelligent as cats and dogs? Brilliant. Love to hear that. Thank you so much, Sally. Thank you. Bye. <laughs> See you. Bye-bye. That's Sally there with the giant Flemish rabbit named Beatrix. Uh, any more Flemish rabbit stories for us? You know where we are. 87 4100 But... We are um, trying to get McDonald's to listen to us this morning because Andrea Horan was on to us earlier on to say that she wants to bring back the McDonald's Sunday. There is a petition on change.org. We've reached out to McDonald's. Sean's our producer. Sean, any word back yet? Dave, we've heard back from McDonald's. For real? I have a line back. Ladies and gentlemen, sit tight. We'll bring you the response from McDonald's pertaining to whether or not Ireland can have its Sunday back Andrea, I hope you're listening. This could be big. This is Today FM. Joined earlier on by Andrea Horn from Tropical Popical, who's on a one-woman mission. Well, now it's thousands of us getting involved, but it was a one-woman mission to bring back McDonald's Sunday. Listen to this story from Mark. Hey, Dave. My mom used to work at McDonald's in the 90s. We'd go into her and ask her for a Sunday special We'd have hot fudge on the bottom, ice cream, caramel in the middle, more ice cream, and then topped off with more hot fudge. Mm. Absolute heaven. Good God almighty, that was terrifying at the end there. But I get you, I get you, Mark. Look, 1,200 people, more, it's going up by the second, have signed this petition, which is on change.org, to get McDonald's. And McDonald's, Ireland, we don't care about the rest of the world. The rest of the world seem to have it, but Ireland and the UK don't have the Sunday anymore. So we reached out to McDonald's for a response and Sean says that they've been in touch so I think this deserves some respect this moment. Sean Reedy what have McDonald's had to say in response to our request to bring back the Sunday? Okay Dave I'm going to read you the email as it is. Okay. Okay. Hi there. I well, hope- they don't even say our name. No, well, they do. T- well, oh, they yeah, do. Yeah. They say hi, Emer. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. 
Okay. Hi, Emer. I hope you are keeping well. My colleague, blank, shared your email below. We've checked with McDonald's on this. And they don't have any statement to share. There's a subject not for blanks. They basically blanked us. Uh, yes, they just said they don't have any statement to share. <laughs> so, uh, we have no pull on the show. Okay, apparently. look, I, no, hang on, hang on. I think we do. I think this is early days. This is day one. This is hour one. This is like 45 minutes of, of talking about this. It says on change.org that at 1,500 signatures, this petition is more likely to get picked up by local news, guys. <laughs> That's what it says, local news. But you know, if it's a petition for like politics, you have to, I think it's 500 signatures and the government have to read it. <laughs> like, I don't think if we reach 1500 signatures, McDonald's have to do anything. <laughs> no, they don't. They're, they're a commercial enterprise, they don't do anything. But we want them to give us more than we have nothing to say on this. So go and sign it. If you want to find the petition, you can search on change.org for Bring Back the Sunday McDonald's Ireland or. You can go to our Instagram at TodayFM and go to the Instagram stories and you'll see a video of me and the link is in there. Click it. Let's get more than a blank statement from McDonald's saying they just don't have anything to say to us. Come on. Dermot and Dave playing the music you know. Who would have thought this would cause so much hassle? I mean, it even caused Sean Reedy to swear on air, which someone's been in touch about. Sean Reedy, you absolute legend. I can see a range of t-shirts now, which, that's a pile of shite. <laughs> I'll buy one anyway. Fair play, Sean. I love the way you speak your mind. Oh, Sean doesn't hold back. You don't produce uh, Sean. I don't hold back. No, no, he doesn't. Uh, just, just so in case any management are listening, I don't think that constitutes a swearing, because <laughs> I don't want to get in trouble. <laughs> Uh, McDonald's is going to be inundated at lunchtime today after all of this. Yeah, we were talking about McDonald's after 9 o'clock this morning and people were getting in touch saying they haven't been to McDonald's for 20 years and all they want is to go in and get a Sunday. But you can't get the Sundays, that's the problem. Um, beans means Heinz, Sean, someone else says. That's iconic. Yeah. Beans means Heinz. I was trying to think of other ones during the break, but all I could think of is Today FM taglines. <laughs> uh, every little helps. Yeah. Under the tree. At Spar. There you go. See, if you just say it, you know. Uh... Yeah, just just hold off, you know, hold off. <laughs> Come here, there's a man sitting in the studio. Well, there's actually there's multiple people sitting in the studio, but the man himself is Al Foran. Al, how are you? Round of applause for you for coming in. Hello, lads. How are we? going? You well? Good. Very good. McDonald's Sundays got any strong opinions on them one way or the other? Oh, they were fantastic. Yeah. They were the best things going. I used to get them all the time. And they're gone. They're gone. Yeah. Since 2008, five years are gone, and we've got a petition now to bring them back. Uh, I think the terrible thing is I, I didn't even realise they were gone. Because <laughs> <laughs> this healthy lifestyle kick you're on. <laughs> That's definitely what's the problem. I mean, I'm, I'm just trying to wonder, like, does... Uh, is it, would Eamon Dunphy ever eat an ice cream sundae? Well, no, I had plenty of them. You know, no, I did, uh, baby. I used to have, I mean, the, the car, was it the caramel ones? They were the great ones. They were delicious. Oh, yeah. They were the ones that everyone got. The chocolate ones, not so much. <laughs> Strawberry, maybe. And but I the wonder caramel. When she's not training uh, for a big fight and obviously, you know, needing to make weight, would Katie Taylor ever jump in and treat herself? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, 100%. I'd love one of those sundaes. They're fantastic. Car- Caramel, strawberry, or chocolate? Which one, Katie? That's a strawberry. Strawberry, absolutely yeah. brilliant. It's really nice.
We're looking for your best facts this morning to reward you with tickets to go and see my fact-based podcast. But Rob's been on with a fact for us. Morning, Dave. Here's a fact for you. Go on. Everybody knows about frankincense, myrrh and gold. But did you know gold was actually turmeric? Because naturally, they were all spices that these three wise kings uh, brought to Big JC. It's not like one of them said, what have I got lying about? Or a big bar of gold. No. So your frankincense, myrrh and gold... The gold was turmeric, because that's what it's known as, the gold spice. Now, I did not know that. So thank you. That's exactly what we're looking for, Rob. These kind of facts, you can send us voice notes on 87 102 And these are the ones that are going to make me excited. And maybe I can steal them for an episode of the podcast. Uh, Emer, you reckon you've got a good story for me? Yeah, this is one I wasn't sure if it was true or not, but I've done my research and can confirm. Love it. So, Strictly Come Dancing. Yeah, massive, massive TV, show. TV show. It's international. It's Dancing with the Stars everywhere else, of course. Yeah. And initially, it was a show called Come Dancing back in the 50s on BBC. Oh, I see. So it already existed. It had already existed. But then there was a BBC producer whose name was Fenia Fernandez. Okay. And she was in a meeting, as producers do. And she's like, you know that Come Dancing show that was on years ago? We should bring that back. But like maybe with celebrities or whatever. And the BBC bosses were like, yeah, there's something in there. Pair up with this guy. Come Have a thing, yeah. see what you can flesh it with. out. Flesh it out, come back to us. So she created what is now Strictly Come Dancing, which is a phenomenon. It's, you know, rated higher than Top Gear initially when I it first launched the BBC. It's massive. Is it now the biggest thing the BBC does? Because they own the format around the world. Yeah, so it happens in pretty much every, every country. country. Like it happens here, it happens in the States, it happens in Canada, blah, 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 yeah. blah. Massive. So what did she get for that? What do you think? A look, cut of the revenue, a percentage point. No, no. She got a four thousand pound bonus, which she probably wouldn't got would have gotten anyway. That was right. part of her like package and okay. work or whatever. A bottle of moe and a box of chocolates. I know. And she created or thought of recreating the BBC's biggest show to date. That's ridiculous. Yeah, wouldn't you be absolutely your standard human? bonus and a bottle of champagne and yeah. a box of chocolates? It's like here you go. There's a, a prepaid debit card and uh, yeah, thanks. No, and we're going to go rolling it now. She got like half a percent. Of the revenues. Bajillionaire. Oh, my God. Well, actually, that reminds me. The next episode, coming out next Wednesday, is about Monopoly. And about we all know Monopoly is the world's biggest board game. Mm -hmm. And it was the Parker Brothers, that gaming company who made it famous. But apparently, they didn't invent it. A woman invented it before Parker Brothers and didn't get the credit. No. So that's the subject of the next episode. Keep your ideas to yourself. That's the solution to this. (laughs) Figure out, get yourself a good intellectual property lawyer. It's definitely what you need to do. Uh, Callie's been on to us with a fact. Did you know that Ireland is the largest exporter of bananas in Europe? What? No. Is that true? Yeah. I. That's a, one of those ones I'm like, yes, I do know that. That's How true. come? Fives. Of course, they're in swords. Yeah. Fives bananas. Five times better than your average banana. <laughs> this is Today FM. My interesting fact is, is that technically everyone is living in the past because it takes a nanosecond for your brain to process what your eyes have seen. Okay. And by then, it's already in the past. Cheers. Okay, so you're kind of freaking us all out with some existential questions there, Kev, but I like it. Uh, Miriam was on to us as well. There was a scene in Back to the Future where Marty McFly throws a pie dish, and if you pause on it for a second, it says Frisbee. Um, so apparently there was a company called Frisbee Pies, um, obviously used to sell pies, and students in some universities or colleges, I think around Connecticut, used to throw the pie dishes around when they were finished eating them, and um, they got the nickname the Frisbee. 
And I think the Frisbee used to be called the Pluto Clasher before that. So um, I'm taking a claim to fame because um, my surname is Frisbee. So, yeah, my family invented the Frisbee. Your surname is Frisbee. That's <laughs> the most cool interesting one. thing at all. Miriam Frisbee. What an incredible name. Uh, and we'll go for one from John. Dave, did you know that this is a presenter? Never turns up to work. <laughs> still has his name on the show. And is still getting paid. I think he's reeling. I'm not sure. I'd have to that. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that is Dermot Whelan, who, of course, is an amazing presenter and a key part of this radio show. He just happens to be taking himself a break. He's off on his own tour uh, doing stuff. He was in the Opera House in Cork last night. Keep an eye on his Instagram and stuff, and you'll see him going around doing things. Let me give you another one, Sean, right? Go I don't on. know if you've ever heard of this. Now, I'm married, and oftentimes partners can be told to go and get something from the shops yeah, and they can come back with something entirely different. The okay. middle aisle of Lidl, as we know, is a tempting yeah, place. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. But how about this? A guy called Cecil Chubb in 1915. Yes. His missus sent him out to buy dining chairs, okay? Okay. Just a pair of dining chairs was all she wanted. And he went to an auction house in 1915. Okay. And he was bidding on lot number 74 of the dining chairs, whatever. But lot number 15 came up first and he bought that instead. And he went home to his missus and he went, I'm terribly sorry, darling. I didn't buy the chairs. I bought Stonehenge instead. He bought Stonehenge for £6,600 in 1915. And then gifted it back to the UK about three years later. And now it's one of the most visited sites in the world. But did he ever get the garden chairs? No. Dining chairs. He wasn't. He never even bought like Dining chairs. It's very important to get the details right, Sean. That's what he was looking for. He's looking for his dining chairs. But no, he bought Stonehenge instead for six and a half grand, and then well, three years later gave it to the national UK government. But what good was having Stonehenge when you had nowhere to sit while eating your dinner? <laughs> Sean, these are questions for Cecil Chubb and his wife. <laughs> Genuinely, I'm just giving you the facts. I hope that happened in my house. My mother would hit the roof. Dermot and Dave playing the music you know. Pamela Joyce has come in. Yesterday we did kind of ad we slogans. We tried to do ad slogans. It wasn't organised. Didn't but go very well. Sean said, lads, I'll do it. If you want a quiz, I'll do a quiz. Okay. So Sean told us to play this music and said we're going to do a quiz. Sean, what's the quiz? Okay, I'm going to play one of my favourite games. Uh, it used to be iconic on the Ian Dempsey Breakfast Show and then they stopped doing it, but it's one of my favourite games ever. It's Beat the Intro. Oh. Okay? I'm so bad at Now, this. there is a strict set of rules here. Okay, okay, go Sean. If you know the song, you have to shout your name. You do let's, not Let's practice Yesterday Carl just kept going Call. <laughs> so we'll practice our own names My name is Dave Paula Yes When you shout your name Do not say the song straight away I have to come to you and say Wow Pamela Okay What's your answer Great Gotcha And then uh, It's not up for me to tell you If you're right or wrong uh, There'll be a, a reveal clip Is that okay God, he's, he's very honest thought it through a lot Sean I really okay. appreciate this <sighs> Are I'm you ready? A, I'm going to be so bad. No, can I just, just say, I've I played this before. Like, we all know Sean O'Reilly is Unbelievable. the queen of this. I think like, I could be I think it was 11 oh. nil. she beat. <laughs> okay. Now, what I will say is that I have to take your first answer. That's fair. And okay. can I ask, do we just need song title? Um, Both? Both. Okay. Wow. <clears throat> okay. Are you okay, ready? Are you ready, Pamela? Yeah. <clears throat> Eyes down, ears down. Here is intro number one. Pamela, Lily Allen. Oh, you London. Got it. It's not London. Smile. Damn it! 
is I have to take your first answer. <laughs> Which was Lily Allen's mom. And Lily Allen no. London <laughs> is the correct answer. Yes. <laughs> oh my God, yes. Great. Okay, good start. Okay. okay. Here <laughs> is song number two. Pamela. Will I am Cheryl Cole Heartbreaker. What are you talking about? Yes, Pamela is correct. I've never even heard that song. It's a great <laughs> song. What the hell kind of game is this? You're just song. picking album tracks that you like, Sean. Nope. <laughs> Here is intro number three. Go again. <laughs> no clue. Not a clue. Never heard it. Play one more time. No. You have absolutely heard the song. Here is song number three. Oh, yeah. You should have got that, Dave. Yeah, I probably should have. It's definitely a cheese choice. Yeah. God, I told you I was so bad at this. Okay. Here is song number four. Oh. I, can't, I do, but I can't say the name because I can't say my name because I don't know. Go again. Dave. Boo yeah. Radley's Wake Up Boo. No, do you want to go again? <laughs> There's a guitar in it, I'm out. This is such a, it's a call song. This yeah. is a, this is <laughs> That's an insult. Do you want to hear this is song number three? Yeah, go on. Four. Jesus. That is hard. It's not as hard as a song by Will I Am that I've never heard. Anyway. Okay. So Pamela's got two. Two. Yes. And I've got zero. Zero. So now this you... is a chance for me to just bring back <laughs> yeah. some respectability. I'm not going to win. This is song number five. Pamela. What? One Direction History. Play clip number five. Oh my God. We can see the Dave, you the really let yourself is, down there. I listen to One Direction with my kids. Do you think it's quiet enough for me to ever hear this in the car? Have some self-respect for yourself and listen to One Direction in, in full. Now, because it's a journey. Seeing as Pamela has beat Dave, I oh, think what are you we should do to me. I think we should put Pamela to the ultimate test. Oh no. Oh my god, this is a great idea. Whatever you're gonna say. I think we should bring the Queen of Beat the Intro into the studio. Yes. Sean O'Reilly. No, we'll do okay, it tomorrow. Phew. Are you listening to me, Sean? Oh, I know you're talking no. to Charlie. She's in the middle of a oh. meeting. Shauna, take off your headphones. <laughs> Shauna, you're coming on the radio tomorrow. So we're gonna Shauna get Shauna to do Pamela. it tomorrow. Shauna versus Pamela. Beat the intro. Okay, look, at least I have one win. Under my belt, and I'm happy with that. Couldn't be worse than Dave. Yeah, fair. <laughs> 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 Pamela Joyce is here. Hello. What's up, Queen? It's up. Sean <laughs> <laughs> O'Reilly from the EMC Breakfast Show is here. What's up, Shauna? Hello. How are you? Nervous. <laughs> <laughs> These two have walked in. Usually they are such confident, strong women. They've walked in here today going, I, I, I don't know what I'm doing. Please tell me it's going to be okay. Making each other more nervous than we are. I was fine. And then Shauna texted me to say, I'm really excited. And I was like, why is she excited? She's like, going to win. <laughs> and then earlier on, just during uh, um, Nelly Furtado there, um, Shauna offered Pamela her hand in a, in a you know, a competitor's handshake and Pamela refused it because and I have clammy hands <laughs> no, and I didn't I want to do that to listen, Shauna we all know why why she refused it <laughs> fight and talk yeah. okay so Shauna you do beat the intro occasionally on the Indemcy Breakfast Show yeah. and you slay I used to slay oh. and then I had a child and I feel like I'm just a little bit slower than I used to be okay. Coco Melon could be one of the songs yeah, okay, perfect. <laughs> yeah. Pamela Joyce yesterday you proved your mettle 
because you absolutely wiped the floor at me. I don't I'm, think I got anything right. No, you, you didn't. Got, I think I got three. No, yeah. you got three. Was it more? Was it three? Yeah, Pamela got three out of five. You got zero. Zero. Oh, Dave, yeah. like that's embarrassing for you. No, but I am so bad at this game because, How? like, even today when I listened to the ones we're about to do, I was like. <laughs> I was like, oh yeah, and I was singing for ages, and I was like, I need no. to know the artist. I'm like, no, it's that song. No, 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 no. But you're no the knowledge. Boy. No, but I just can't recall song okay. titles and artists. Anyway, this is not about me. This is about you and the pressure on the two of you okay. now. We're gonna do five Ooh, beat the intros. Right. Okay. So obviously it's gonna be best out of five. It's also winner stays on. Okay. So whoever wins today is going to come back to fight another day. I hope I don't win. Oh my God! They're actually. Gonna, I think we might get a trophy shot. Anyway, right yeah. now, Pamela, the budgets are tight this year, Dave. <laughs> Pamela, you beat me yesterday. Yes. I'm I'm out. I've been relegated okay. to the conference league, whatever okay. this is. This is the Champions League. This is the ultimate final. Sports analogy. You ready to go? Oh, okay. I, Good I'm Vomsky. Right, no, you're fine. <laughs> You have to lay down the rules. Okay, the rules are very clear. They're very important. You must adhere to the rules or you will be ejected from the studio. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the rules are as follows. We'll play the intro. If you know the answer, you shout your name. Okay. You then wait until I say and give you permission that you can give your answer. And then you must give your answer. There's no like, Shona! Shona, go ahead. Um, is that song? Yeah. You know, okay. yeah, fine, the, yeah, you've got to just That's give fair. us the answer. If you get it's artisan title, if you get both right, you get you get a two points, a half point. Well, let's actually say one point, right? So if you get, I know what I'm doing here. It's okay. <laughs> if you get it right, you get a point. If, however, you get the artist right and the song wrong, or vice versa, then what we're going to do is we're going to take that as half a point, okay. and offer the other person the chance oh God, to complete. Okay. The okay. Title. Listen, you do the maths. We'll just do exactly. the, the magic yeah. stuff These here. Okay? Are actually boring, Sean. My heart rate is ninety six. We have to accept your first answer. Fine. Okay. First answer. My heart rate's 52. <laughs> yeah, not great. 52? Mine's 92. She's 96. I'm just I don't know. Oh, mine's 69. Hey! Crass. Okay, are you friends. ladies ready to go? Yes. No. Okay, okay, here we go. The very first one, remember, shout your name. Here we go. <clears throat> Play along at home if you like. Song one. Pamela. Pamela's Nicki Minaj Starships. Starships. Oh, no. Oh, no. Okay, that is correct. I hadn't even opened my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, it's your ears that matter, not your eyes, Shauna. Here we go, here we go, here we go. Song number two. Shauna. Shauna. Mustang Sally, The Commitments. All you want to do Okay, that's a point apiece. Here we go with song number three. Shauna. Yeah. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Can you take it away to Will Smith? <laughs> <laughs> Who? <laughs> 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 that is incorrect. No! <laughs> no! Pamela, you got the option to finish the song title. Miami. That's a half a point oh, each. Lord above, I went too fast there. Oh, oh, I it was the exciting thing for me there. Oh, 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 Will Smith. <laughs> <laughs> Remix. Okay, okay. It's a, it's oh, a point, point and a half awful. each. Point and a half each. got to me here. Okay. okay, here we go. Here we go. Song number four. Pamela. Okay. Uh, I like it. Enrique Iglesias and Pitbull. Iglesias? Iglesias. Oh, my oh, God. Oh, my God. I mean, that is... That is impressive. They're that puts boys. you it's a Pitbull, full man. point in the lead, which okay. means, Shauna, you need this no, to no, tie don't it. Put this on the okay. it is, is this the, the fourth song? song? This is the fifth song. What? Yeah. When did that happen? Yeah. yeah. Tie the race when you're whipping okay. my ass. 
Okay, here we go. This is the fifth song. This is to win it, Pamela. This mm. is to tie it up, Sean. Okay. Here we go. Shauna. Shauna. Oh, straight in. Body rockers, I like the way you move. I like the way you move. Back in the game, baby. Now, I have a... Is there a tiebreaker? No, because Pamela got the half point for Miami. Okay, so, so Shauna. Pamela. Shauna also got half point. half point oh, for Will Smith. Okay. Sean, easy well, with the rules now, Mr. Sean. Like I don't have another song. No, there isn't another song. So it's a tie at two and a half points each. Okay, <sighs> can we take two. Sophie Ellis Bexter and then I'll pull a quick song during Oh my that. God, we're going to do that. Because there has to be a definitive winner because winner or stays on. we could on. just be as good as each other and yeah, women tie everything women. up in a little ribbon. <laughs> I'll shake your hand now. See, clam central. Uh, no, winner stays on. We need yeah. to get a winner today because okay. Emer is waiting in the corners to take oh, on the actually, winner. I don't want to take Emer on, so <laughs> <laughs> you can have it, Sean. Okay, Sophie Ellis Bexter, murder on the dance floor. It'll be murder in here. So yeah. We're going to go for one more. Sean's job is to get no, Sean to make sure Sean can't look over your shoulder and yeah. people. I wouldn't she even Sean, dare. No, yeah. she wouldn't, in fairness. That was a hell of a battle, ladies. We did well. I'm proud yeah. of you. We did very Fair. well. Like I wouldn't have gotten any. Anyway, look, you're legends. Okay, we're stay where you are. We're going to do Sophie Ellis Bexter, and after this, we will find out who is the actual winner of Beat the Intro. This is Today FM. If you could see the faces that have just been pulled. No. no. Would you like a second? This. Yeah. Oh man. Why do we let Sean really do this? I Nobody know. knows what it is. One more time. I could. Oh, I, 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 I think I do. I I look, I'm going to go for lose. a guess. Go, Sean. Uh, is it Oasis? Sean, will you just give me a thumbs up? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not no, Oasis. Well, then I'm out. I don't know. <laughs> Uh, I think you'd be pulling more yeah, audio, you, you, Sean. You can't lose Remember points. Remember the rules, Sean. You can't you lose points, so play it for me one more time. You can't time. lose points, yeah. It's there. It's oh, is it? Yeah, yeah it is, yeah. Dave, well, if you go into, if you take the, fo- go into your Zeta folder, yeah. and if you search for the one that doesn't have final in it, okay. that's a bit longer. Okay. Trash, okay. okay. Wait, there's, there's a drum in it. Sean is going to get it. God, I thought you guys were good. Oh, okay. okay. Here's, here's a slightly longer version. Okay. Shauna. Shauna. Still wants Shania Twain. You still want Shania Twain. Yes! Oh my God. A breeze. Very good. I'm sorry, Oasis. Yeah. Sean, can you just... Excellent, Shauna. What a weird intro of a song. Sorry, that's the whole point of the game. Guess the intro. Round of applause for everybody. Shauna. Listen back to more from the Dermot and Dave show on todayfm.com. Dermot and Dave. Weekday mornings from 9 on Today FM.